Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Broken but Glorious. I'm Chris Lapp. I'm delighted to be joined by I Made You. You ain't a monster without me, Nick Davy. Good evening. <laughs> How you doing this evening? Yeah, very well. I think that's one of my favourite nicknames to date, I think. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm really enjoying Sweary, Badass, Raymond Reigns, so let's hope he keeps going. Yeah. So we'll talk about it more later in the show. But yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he made a big impression coming back on me. I didn't realise how much I'd missed him until he came back. So. Definitely. Oh, I just wish I was there to see it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There'll be a lot of that, don't worry, throughout the show. Oh, so what do you have been at both of these shows, probably? Yeah, definitely. Takeover. Takeover is always my aim. Uh, I've probably done Takeover, SummerSlam. Maybe, probably, maybe they'll probably might. They probably wouldn't have bothered with Raw. Uh, but yeah, SummerSlam and Takeover were two definites. Um, but then I was, I was hoping to also do like an AEW show on, on the off chance that potentially they might be around the area on like on like, on like a Wednesday night, but. Uh, like yeah. you know, obviously we were travelling up from Chicago, so I was hoping on the way they might be in like Ohio or somewhere. But but yeah, that was the aim. Yeah, summer summer takeover. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so all weekend we had, we had a new Universal Champion, new NXT Champion, new Royal Women's Champion, new North American Champion, an epic Roman Reigns return, and, Mac- and Pat McAfee is actually decent in the ring. So <laughs> a really good show of all. So, really fantastic shows, no, absolutely. Yeah, so shall we start with NXT TakeOver Triple X or 30? (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was a really fun show. I think it was let down a bit by the main events, I think. It turned out that Cross has got a shoulder injury early in the match, so that probably counts for why it was a bit sloppy and why it kind of finished out of nowhere. But but yeah, Cross has gone, has been sent for an MIR, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> MRI. Um, no word as of recording whether he'll be out for a while or not, but hopefully he'll be back soon. And um, what are your thoughts on Keith losing the title so quickly? Um, well, I mean, it made sense. Follow obviously on on the SummerSlam announcement why he lost it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but at the time, at the time, I think I always had in my mind um, whoever loses this is probably going to go up to the main roster. Um, only simply down to the fact that I know Cross they were looking to get well I mean with Clint Cross I mean, there was talk of him even made a wrestling John Cena at Wrestlemania that sort of thing they were going to that's how he's obviously fourth Heidi by by WWE um, yeah for Triple H really he likes it, I think so. exactly and then Keith Lee's been well I think you could even class Keith Lee as definitely one almost one of the superstars of the last sort of since Survivor Series last year I think he's clearly been sort of fought about highly Vincent Mann's very key on, key on him but he's 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 been he's been one he's been amazing sort of since Survivor. Well, he always was before that, but I think in a more of an overall sort of a view from sort of people who obviously who have knew to Keith Lee would have been sort of very impressed with him since sort of Survivor Series time. So um, yeah, the bit of surprise was he's only just won the belt, so you could have said it would be nice if maybe they this feud went on for quite a while. But obviously we know why it wasn't. They obviously they wanted that they've obviously fast tracked Keith Lee up to the main roster. 
Um, the SummerSlam announcement that he's going to be debuting was going to debut on Raw. So, but um, no, I've got uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how Killian Cross does. He's made a really great impression already. It's a great sort of character. Um, yeah, I think in terms of the match, we know why it wasn't a classic because of the the injury that he's picked up. Fiend's sort of doing. Look, my scan of Twitter to late last night was that yeah. it seems the overall opinion seems he's going to be okay. He should yeah. be out for. Um, it's more of a week's thing as opposed to a month's issue. Well, that's so, um, so, that's at least he doesn't have to relinquish the title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm mad to be able to relinquish the title just as he won it. That'd be. Yeah, Cross is one of them. No, definitely. Cross is one of them performers where you kind of have to play into his strengths rather than he plays into his opponent's strengths. So it will be interesting who which feuds they pick for him going forward. I think. Yeah, I know. I'm struggling. I, I was, I was thinking, well, especially with it's more of like doing a head count as well. Who, who's actually left on it NXT as well? So, um, I think, um, I mean, there's not certainly enough talent to go around. I know obviously he's already feuded with Tommaso. Um, I think yeah, I'm Tommaso's been announced. He's coming back, hasn't he? So, yeah, whether they might we can pick up where they left off with the feud. I'd like to see Balor maybe Balor versus um, him. I think that would be quite a good feud. Any of the guys who are in the North American title uh, t- ladder match could probably move up to main events. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I, I think, yeah, uh, there's, a, there's still enough talent there, but I think, yeah, it's um, with her with, cross. Uh, I'd like to see him hold the title for a while and have almost like a, a Shayna Baszler with the women's sort of run, like a monster run with the title. Oh, that'd be, so, that'd be interesting to do it. They don't tend to do it with the male titles, do they? It happens a couple of times. It's happened well, at least twice. It's had Baszler and with Oscar. They've had yeah. these monster runs. It'll be interesting to, yeah, to do an NXT title monster run. Then they'll get whoever beats him will get a big get big rub off, rub off it. Definitely. I suppose they, and they do like to keep the belts on them for quite a long because obviously Adam Cole held it for a while. Um, Tommaso, when he first time around, held it for a while. Um, so, yeah, I think keep it on him at least. Maybe you could even, I mean, trying to think how many takeover you've got the Survivor Series takeover, the run. So I think even if you even if you look at it until the Mania takeover, that would probably do the job. And then um, the Mania takeover can, can it, have your big, your big moment. Yeah, make a build into something where Tommaso Ciampa wants to get his revenge for that basic squash match at the last pay- takeover, and they build that into WrestleMania next year. Yeah, they even, yeah if they wanted to, they could even do like a team cross versus team Tommaso at War Games. <laughs> so the sales not even online. Definitely, yeah. There's, there's loads of options, isn't there? But um. But no, it's 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 nice to see a new sort of star coming straight in and um, and pick up the belt. And um, again, I think it just proves that I think it's again it's just confidence for NXT that these stars that they they do get out of the Indies do come in straight away. And they've got they give them the chance. They don't just sort of fanny around with them sort of thing. They do throw them straight into main events, part pitches, which is I think why it's so great that we do have NXT as a brand. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and I think Scott looked great in a like Catwoman. Esque outfit. Resuits his characters have this this manager yeah. who seems to be just as evil, maybe even more evil than he is. <laughs> so it's Definitely, like, yeah. Should we move on to the um, NXT North American Championship ladder match? I love this match. I thought, uh, big shout out to uh, Reed's Bam Bam inspired gear. I thought that was, that was amazing. Um, I've heard online that people were complaining that there wasn't enough high spots in it. I thought it was full of big spots. And I didn't have that, fl- like a, a ricochet or somebody, and it was doing flips off the top. 
of ladders, but I think I had loads of spots. Yeah, I mean, it was always going to be hard to come straight away. I mean, this could just be my bias talking. It was never going to um, top all the match they had at the, the NXT North American when it first oh, came definitely in. Oh, New Orleans. I was there that weekend. Uh, <laughs> it was never going to... Um, it was never going to um, beat that. And that's not the bias talking. That was just generally one of the best NXT matches of all time, in my opinion, um, of how good that was. Um, but no, I, I disagree. I think there was a lot of high spots. So I, I do agree, disagree with the, um, the internet criticism, so to speak. I thought there was some great spots. And you forget as well, these are, these are guys, the guys in there as well. I think, um, like Bronson they were, Reed. They were given... big guys. They weren't, they weren't, yeah. they weren't flippy guys. Exactly, Bronson Reed, Priest, Cameron Grimes, not exactly midgets. It was only really Johnny. Uh, I, I, I say I've, I've, I've interviewed uh, Trevor Lee, and he stood next to me. And he's at least six two, six three. He's massive. I know he looks small, but he's against, he's against big guys, <laughs> so he's, yeah. he's a small, massive guy. So if they get, if anyone wants to go and look, I'll look at him. So I'm five foot seven, and I was probably about sixteen stone. <laughs> When the photo was taken and it hit next to me, he looks massive compared to me. And yeah, it's at least six, six, two, I reckon. Yeah. If he's a cruiserweight, he's not. I don't, I don't know how he could be a cruiserweight. So he must be, yeah, light happy. But yeah, I reckon he's around 230. 6'2, he's massive. No, exactly. But it, it was, um, I thought it was a really good ladder match. Uh, really enjoyed it. Brutal at times. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really happy. Uh, I'm, I'm ha- I wanted, um, it was a hard one who I wanted to win. Uh, I think I wanted for a, uh, I think I wanted Bronson Reed to win just because I, I was a big fan of when, when he was Elijah Rock on the indie scenes. Uh, yeah, especially when he was at, at Riptide as well. And his yeah. match with Walter at Riptide was amazing. Um, so I've got a lot of um, time for him. I wanted him to win for that sort of, again, a bit of a bias to be I wanted him to win. But I'd, I've really liked the Damien Priest character. He's someone I've never heard of um, until he came into um, NXT. I've uh, I've really liked him. I liked him. I've sort of liked him sort of since Survivor Series time, where he sort of got a bit more screen time. But I think his character is mm-hmm. great, um, and um, I think he's just a bit of a yeah, a bit of like a cool kind of cool hard bastard really. Which I'm yeah, quite, definitely. Quite <laughs> like. and, uh, yeah, like the uh, the the part uh, getting into the hot tub after as well with the belt. So. No, yeah. I think um, I'm happy they're giving him the chance. And uh, I think now, though, it's going to be with Priest, it's now the chance to see how he does do in actual one-on-one matches, especially with NXT when the live crowds do, well, I hope sooner rather than later do return. Obviously, NXT, you are expecting, obviously, every match to steal the show, which is why we love it so much. Mm-hmm. Even like your opening match, second matches, you always do look for like matches to stand, almost matches to kind of it's almost the case of uh, which match was the most underrated that actually then probably stole the show sort of thing so um, this would be where the time and I think I'm excited to see how he does do with, with the belt <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm similar to you I, I wanted Cameron Grimes to win purely because I've got I've, I've interviewed him and it would have been good to see him Cameron Grimes <laughs> I thought he's been he's been amazing since he's been <laughs> so, I thought his comedy work in this match was brilliant where they did the splits on his between the two legs <laughs> Two ladders, and then he went under the ring, and he got a tiny ladder. I was like, "You, you have to put, put this under here." <laughs> <laughs> and he took oh, some hell of a bumps. So yeah, he was he was he was my man of the match. Yeah, I agree with that as well. And I think it's well. I think it's, it's some of these guys. I think it's proved they can uh, certainly do it on the big because they gave a lot of chances. It wasn't like we like. I mean, when have they ever really? They haven't had too many takeover matches. Uh, well, Grimes, no. Bronson Reed. So I think they certainly delivered. So. 
as I say, the, the big test for these guys going forward now will be when they have their singles matches on NXT TakeOver, especially when the crowds come back. Because as you say, you are looking for at least, um, well, four stars at least for every match, don't you, when, when it's a TakeOver? Yeah. Do you think this is the most like main roster type takeover in terms of they kind of had a bit of everything, a bit of something for everybody? Like they had the technical match with the Finn and Thatcher, they had the big Hoss battle crossing Lee, the celebrity crossover match from McAfee and um, Cole, and then a great women's match, and then they had the high spot match with the ladder. It wasn't, yeah, rather than yeah. every match being a five star classic with lots of high spots and false finishes and lots. What, I'll be honest with to? you, um, it actually it made me feel like I was watching a takeover again because uh, I feel like some of the takeovers haven't been great this year. I didn't really, I wasn't a huge fan of In Your House. Um, uh, I feel like this was actually like watching, I think the t- NXT's really, in my opinion, I think the takeovers have been re- like behind closed doors. You've known about it, that they've been, they haven't yeah, been definitely. in front of but this actually felt like this is one where I'm really missing the live audience. It could just be me getting used to watching wrestling without um, the live audience there and I've kind of come used to it sort of thing. But, I felt that this was the best, um, I suppose, the best COVID era takeover that we've had, uh, in my opinion. Um, I thought, yeah, as I say, it did feel like I was watching NXT takeover from sort of last year, the year before, the year before, sort of thing. So, in my opinion, the best takeover of the year as well. I'll go for. Well, in fact, yeah, 100%. I think it's been the only takeover they've actually done. I oh, know there was NXT Portland, which was very good. Um, I'd say this in Portland back in February, I think it was NXT Portland. I think these two have been the best too. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, I don't want to say that I thought um, Pat McAfee was going to be all right in the wing, but he kind of blew me away. And then the match, the match was pretty basic, but he did some amazing spots in it, like the he leaped to the top rope for the superplex, and he did a flip, and when he somersaulted onto all the, the undisputed era and his football mates, there's some really fun spots. I think I think um, Cole did give him a bit too much. I wasn't really expecting a 20 minute match. <laughs> I, oh, I loved it. I'll be honest. I really loved it. I love. I've actually really enjoyed the feud as well. I mean, yeah. This is obviously it's hard for us I mean, for people, especially someone like me. I don't. I don't follow NX. I don't follow um, NFL. So I, I don't really know who he was. I have, I have um, no clue. Who he is, no. <laughs> but I think he's quite at, generally is quite famous um, in America. So. Um, I think when they started saying that, I think when he actually originally, because he hosts a podcast, doesn't he, which Cole was on, or was it like yeah. a radio state or a radio, and then obviously it got heated on there, so it was quite yeah, a cool start. Cole, Cole's really small, he's doing really well for a small guy or somebody else. Yeah, Cole went and then, then, then it kicked off, didn't it, and then like, I think um, they made it then like sound genuine, like Triple H apologised, and um, yeah, like, they tried to make it sound serious, like it wasn't a work. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, it clearly was a work after a while. And then, yeah, I did. I, I quite like the little um, kick on the kick to the gut on um, on that NXT because it was almost like, oh my god, does he actually like? Again, it was like, oh my god, has he actually done that? On, has he actually hurt him? Because Pratt was just actually like <laughs> kicked him like where he wasn't supposed to, sort of thing. So she with Triple H's reaction, just shoving him, sort of thing. It was um, so I've I've really enjoyed. It. And I actually thought the promo this one as well um, for both of them, especially for a guy that's obviously not in the wrestling industry. I thought really great promo on. Adam Cole seems to again have been classed throughout. He just looks generally peed off with him. Um, yeah, that's... <laughs> I, I mean, I love it. I'm the spirit of Cole's doing no wrong for me. Um, but um, yeah, no, um, I really, really enjoyed this match. And I'd say, apart from probably the, in fact, I'd say I'm going to give this my match of the night. In my oh opinion. wow! Uh, well, I'm torn. 
I'm torn between this one. As much as I did like the ladder match, I'm torn between this match and actually the opening match as well. Oh, I really enjoyed it. I'm a massive Thatcher fan as well. Timothy Thatcher, um, he's my favourite person from Ring. It was great to see Finn wrestling uh, in a a, a proper technical style. It's it's not been his WWE style, the way he was wrestling in this match. He was very. They're both going for submissions a lot, and I really loved it. Just to say, Finn, yeah, just show that he he is a brilliant wrestler. He isn't just a, a demon face paint character. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I think this is probably my. Uh, I'd say actually maybe my second. Again, I, I did love his match with Gargano at Portland. Take yes. back in <laughs> that I think this is probably my second favorite Balor match since his return to the brand. But I think as well, Thatcher deserves a lot of credit as well. I'm a big, I'm a huge Thatcher fan, and um, I really am. Um, I really did enjoy um well I've enjoyed Thatcher's whole sort of NXT sort of time. Um mm-hmm. especially like the cage match with Riddle or the whole sort of feud with Riddle. Um but like I say, Thatcher's been my he's my third favourite person to come from Ring Camp in my opinion. Um yes. again I'm slightly biased to with that. But um but no I do um I, I thought it was a yeah, great open to the show. Um it really got me actually pumped for the NXT takeover. I was really pumped for SummerSlam takeover, I was a bit it, it's, I needed to get a buzz for it, and this certainly helped me. And this is we, what we, well, we, we had forgotten there was a takeover. As we oh, yeah. I kind of messaged you earlier this week, it was a takeover this Saturday. I was like, I yeah, forgot about it. <laughs> exactly. I think the build's been. I, mean, I think with NXT, usually they, they're quite good on their builds. A lot of it, like the Adam Cole, Pat McAfee, like Balor Thatcher's only had, not even had a very long at all build. Um, yeah. I think the only one that's really had the builds, the Lee, the, I think the, yeah, the Lee match, um, the ladder matches, obviously happened since the league but obviously that's not really a feud so to speak it's more of obviously a build up of matches but it's still and, only a couple of weeks they had like three qualifying matches or four yeah four. exactly so, so it has been quite a quick put together takeover but, but overall no I think um, as I say it felt like a great takeover and with your cut with your fantastic opening wrestling match sort of thing with Bala Thatcher you then had your high flying like sort of your chaos match I suppose is the way to put it which was great um, and then Cole's match which was superb uh, then obviously a women's match which was excellent as well I think Io Shirai uh, I, I genuinely think she, she'll go on to be probably one of the best women wrestlers in the in the company yes definitely. Um, I think she's amazing she was probably my favourite but her and Ripley were two favourites last year um, and with Shirai she can do it as a face and a heel and a, like a badass face badass heel so she's um, she really has got it all I think so I think this again not only was a great show but also that NXT is in a very great place still, and it's still one of the best shows to watch in um, well, the whole of wrestling. And I think with wrestling as a whole, again, it, the confidence with, with WWE's product improving, AEW is obviously in a fantastic way. Um, I think after, I think we've obviously we've, it's not been great watching throughout COVID for, for any of the promotions, in my opinion. No. But I think they've, um, I think all of them are really heading into the right direction now, and it's been very enjoyable the last sort of month or so. Yeah, say NXT is the only one I watch every week. I've I've missed a couple of like AWs and I, I barely watch Raw or SmackDown. I watched like the ha- the highlights at the weekend, but I've never I haven't sat down and watched the full Raw or SmackDown. But NXT is something I must watch every week, and yeah, it's, re- it's really it's really pissing me off that we're a week behind. I don't, I don't, I think it's really annoying me because <laughs> I don't have BT Sports, so I only watch uh, it at work. So yeah, I've got <laughs> so, the um, I've got the app. So it's quite handy on the on the on the app. 
This is Tyler Devlin, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. All right, so before we get into Sma- um, SummerSlam, um, the kickoff show was Renee Young's last show in WWE. What about the pre-shine? <laughs> I didn't actually watch the pre-show, unfortunately, but I think I guess we need to talk about Renee Young leaving WWE. I think she's been underutilized. And... I think she's too good for wrestling. If I'm honest, if we're going to be brutally honest, I think she's fantastic. I, I think yeah, she'll. I, I hope she doesn't go to AEW in the sense I, I generally think she is too good for wrestling. She could easily go to ESPN and what have you. Yeah, I'm definitely. Coach moves to ESPN. She's got she's sky's the limit for her really. Um, yeah, I think throughout her time in WWE, I mean, I used to, this is from someone who I remember when I did watch the pre-shows regularly, sort of thing on YouTube and stuff before they started. She was always brilliant on that, and she always does make it seem like it's not like something you're watching that's scripted or anything or fake shit. She does make it sound like you're actually watching like a sport. Um, yeah. Which I think she deserves so much credit for. She was fantastic on Talking Smack um, when that was the best show going at the time. It was amazing. Yeah, um, Ryan had great, great chemistry. Was yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. 100% did. And then even when she, I really liked her when she was a Raw commentator as well for a bit. I, I, I liked that. I liked I loved her as Smackdown, com- uh, not Smackdown, NXT commentator back in the day. She yeah. did a great job back then. Oh, I think she was brilliant on Raw as well. Um, uh, I thought, yeah, no, I think she was um, like a good, certainly a good, uh, I think her and Graves were good, having Graves as sort of the heel and then having her as the face. It made sense with Cole, obviously, his face, but cut play by um, play. Um, mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought she was decent. So, um, no, she'll be very, very missed, for sure, in a capacity. Obviously, it gives someone else the chance, but... Um, no, I, I think, in all honesty, she is too good for wrestling. She should be looking to better her career in, in the world of sport, in the world of sports, presenting anything, really. Well, I think, she, like, a, also, Ellen Duranis, she's been caught up in that scandal. So, there is kind of, I reckon she could do, like, a daytime celebrity talk showy thing, like Ellen did. Hopefully. She'd be amazing. Yeah. Gives WWE she's she's off- wrestling some coverage as well. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, she's got a ninety-day non-compete, like a non-compete clause, so she won't be turning up in AEW anytime soon. So she could find a decent job in between them, I guess. Right. So, uh, so I guess there's only one place we can start with SummerSlam. So, what was your thoughts on Thunderdome? Did you like? Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, from when I was watching it on SmackDown uh, on the the Friday before, I was a little bit critical, thinking, well. I think I finally got used to watching it with the, um, with the um, obviously with the crowd come well not the crowd but you know with the um, trainee wrestlers in. Uh, yeah. I was getting used to it now and I was I was enjoying that I was enjoying it as it was, but I was prepared to give it a go. Smackdown I didn't really enjoy too much. It just felt like it was a big Zoom call basically, and like, it didn't have the same atmosphere or anything. But SummerSlam I did I came around to the idea, started to enjoy it. Apparently, they turned sat the the sound up on SmackDown, and they they had um, people actually directing the people what to do, whereas on, really? on, on SmackDown they were just letting people just sit there and watch it, and then they got complaints of yeah, people were just sitting there and watching it like they would on TV rather than send you at the at the arena. So they <laughs> literally said like like boo now, cheer now, yeah, yeah bring, bring a red cup so you could have, have hold it up for the tag team match. Yeah, ah, telling cool. people what to do. I'd have done that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, no, um, yeah, 
I, I came around to it and it was nice. Like I said to you before we came on air, it, when when the big moment happened at the end of the show, there was a genuine pop. It was nice to hear an yes. actual pop, not a, obviously not the crowd being told what's well, obviously acting. It was nice to see here a genuine pop of people actually surprised, shocked, something we haven't heard obviously for a long, for a, well for a while, uh, for obvious reasons. So it was a, uh, it was refreshing to hear, and um, I'm, I've already come round kind of to it. I think it's a good idea, keeps everyone entertained, and I think as well. I don't know how long their contract is. At start. I don't know. If it, was it just for this weekend that they're there, or are they going? Is it for the foreseeable they're going to be at the um, Thunderdome? I'm under the impression it's going to be there for a while. Yeah, but it gives the fans the chance. There seems to be a lot of money to spend on just a weekend thing, so I'm assuming. Yeah, I think they're gonna. Yeah, I think they're gonna be there well, for a while. It's good, and I think it was well. They can make a deal with the arena. It could even give. Well, I know AEW slowly started to bring fans back in at reduced capacity, fifteen uh, percent. So it could even give WWE the chance to do that as well, if, if social distance measures are in place and what have you. So uh, if they're all adhered to, then there's a chance that we could see some fans back in shortly. I guess. Yeah, I don't, yeah. The one thing I didn't miss was the. The trainees banging on them, glass the glasses. That I find that really, really annoying. And yeah, and it, and it's, it does it does sound like they've got a tiny noise saying, "Sing, say, sing, this is awesome." Or say, say, sing yeah, that annoyed me during the Edge Orton match. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed it. As I said, it did take me about two or three matches just to get into why why there's loads of tellies you can't really see clearly around it. And they did have some quite fun. They had they had a Baby Yoda and the Pikachu was in it. Some people a beach ball. There's a couple of teddies, so people are having fun with it as, as well. And <laughs> WWE, yeah, seems to be getting along with it. But they, they, yeah, they were quick to get rid of like people putting signs up if there was anything. Like they had the fire, fire Devil's Team Dream that got put down quite quick. I think. And it must be quite easy to cut someone's screen off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they didn't have I mean, anybody sitting there anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they're on a slight delay, so somebody's just in charge of a couple of screens. You can just press. You're off now. Somebody else takes yeah. your place. <laughs> so, so, so apparently, it's free as well. You just need to apply. So, yeah. yeah. Every time I've done it, I've been late to apply. <laughs> cool. So yeah, uh, Roman Reigns return. Um, he looks amazing. He's got new teeth. It looks like he's. He's not done a Chris and just sat through lockdown eating lots of cakes and sweets. <laughs> he's like, he looks like he looks like bigger than ever. He looks in amazing shape. He's got his teeth done. They look too white for my liking, but I'm sure they'll fade. And <laughs> but, oh, but yeah, he looked amazing. And yeah, as I said at the beginning of the show, his him being a badass just works. Don't make him a face or a heel. Yeah, it's basically his the guy character, but as a badass, which. Which he should have been, so it's a better ver- version of what he's been doing. So I'm just hoping they keep with it and just, yeah, don't make him have a stupid catchphrase. Just, yeah, just beat people up. Yeah, that's all he needs to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, absolutely. The only thing I'm saying is for ages, he's just, it's best when he's just a badass hill, but no, I loved it where, yeah, the beards, the beard as well. Back. Yeah. He just looked, um, yeah, no goofy smiles basically as well. I don't want to see that. No goofy smile, just. Yeah, as you say, he's come back and beat people up. As simple as that. What did it say on this t-shirt? I don't even make it though. I was trying to. I couldn't work it out. I think it was like arrive, cause havoc, leave. So it was something on those lines. Yeah. Arrive, destroy everyone, and leave. But that he did. I mean, I I didn't. See it. I did love the tagline. You never, you would never see it coming. And 
Yeah, yeah. Right. They, they trolled us. I think we all presumed Autumn was going to win because of that tagline. I was just waiting for like a savage RKO out of But no, it actually was Roman Reigns returning. We didn't and we didn't see it coming. And um, no, the act, the uh, yeah, it couldn't be more correct. And um, I kind of had an inkling something was going to happen in the match as that one was on last. The Braun Bray thinking that yeah, either something slightly cinematic might happen or something. I was expecting Roman Reigns to come back. I was expecting something to happen. Because I was really surprised that um, Alexa Bliss was never not involved in the match at all after being so involved in the build-up. So I was, I was kind of expecting some of her to be involved. Or, um. Yeah, I thought like, the, the Flyer Flies would get involved, like the pig and stuff, um, Huskus and... Uh, A man-sized uh, Huskus, like my booking for, what was it, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Rambling Rabbit, yeah. <laughs> Rambling Rabbit. I was like, I was thought they, I thought they would get involved. But then, mind you, they actually already kind of were, I suppose, at that money in the bank when they just appeared from around the ring. So, mm. um, so no, I, yeah, I, I must admit, I did think that would be a cinematic, but yeah, um, just, yeah, a, a bit of a, certainly a wowzer moment and um, a bit of a SummerSlam classic. And uh, it was nice just to see a genuine pop moment, like I keep saying, or just a genuine shock, which we haven't had mm-hmm. hardly any of them since, so obviously in this COVID period. Yeah, there's a, um... A big rumour going round that he'll be winning the title. It's payback. Do you think it's a bit short for the Fiend to lose the title so quickly? Yeah, they need to be. This is where they need to be careful. Uh, I know, obviously, they're going back as a heel, but I mean, they, they, I think the booking's been so great from now. I know he was in the line, obviously, before Mania mm-hmm. to, to challenge Goldberg. Um, but no, I, I would. Um, well, the thing is, he's attacked both men, so whether they'll make it a triple threat of payback, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think they need to be careful of how of how they do it. I, I would personally do. I don't know if they're still. Are they still doing rematches or no rematches? Because I know they banned it for a bit. They said that you don't get a rematch automatically. Yeah, um, no idea. I'd make it maybe a triple threat match at Payback. Cause that way you can probably have the thing retained, but then Strowman and Reigns both still look strong. I said if if he. If he if... If he does win, I'd like it to be he beats Braun whilst Bray's locked away in a cupboard or he's covered in lots of heavy shit that he can't move. So it keeps the Fiend strong. They never lost it. Yeah. But then he can move on the story with Roman as the champion because I think they're just, yeah, they've had this plan since Mania. So they just got to just, okay, you're champion again. Yeah, we'll do our plan. What we're planning for Mania from now on. But, but no, I mean, above all that, I mean, it's nice to see him back. And I think I hope that. Obviously, I know he stopped because he was worried about getting the virus. So I'm hoping that obviously doctors have kind of assured him and everything, and there's obviously good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he had, a, he had a he had a a bad immune system because of his cancer, but then he's also just had twins as well. So I think it was safety for the family all around, which is a great thing. So it's good that he stood up to WWE. And... Yeah, it had to be done. And but I think as well at the time we didn't know. No one really knew much about the virus. Only I don't think political, obviously, about the virus. But yeah. at the time, no one really knew too much about it, sort of thing. So it was obviously almost like a blindfolded risk of what you were doing at the time with the virus yeah. at its strength. But now, obviously, we know a bit more about it and everything. So I'm sure doctors obviously can give them a bit more better advice and everything. And uh, and yeah, and above all, it's just nice to see him. Yeah, now they haven't got the trainees at the performance center. There's less people as well. If they just have lots of screens. Yeah, <laughs> I was slightly disappointed by the Bray Braun match. I was kind of expecting something a bit more crazy, a bit more fun, but there was something missing. I thought. So I think, I think it's just yeah, it just seemed to be built. In hindsight, it was just building for Roman's return. But 
during the match, I was like, there's something missing. Cause I, and yeah, then I, when, um, oh, sorry, Kevin. I know what you mean. I, I kind of felt the same as well. I, I, do, I do know what you mean. It's like a bit cinematic, I think, is what I, I was waiting for. Yeah. What What did you think um, Strain was going to do when he brought up the Stanley knife? <laughs> um, not going to lie, I was very worried. I was worried we actually have a murder on our hands. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then yeah, I think he made it a little bit obvious when he started like sort of. It was like he was looking for the part of the ring he was supposed to be looking up. Um, yeah. So uh, that kind of bit. Yeah, at the time I was very concerned of what he was going to be doing. Uh, I knew he wasn't obviously going to. Well, he wasn't going to stab him. I knew it was science to do it like using on a weapon, but. I thought maybe he might like, I don't know, like chop the ropes off or something with it, or, 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 and then use them to like strangle the fiend. I don't know, but yeah. I thought they might have. He might have cut the fiend's mask off, and then he's lost all his powers. Now he's just Bray Wyatt. That's, that's, that's what's the first thing that went through my head. That could have been fun if he did something like that. But yeah, but as as in wrestling, if, if you expose the ring, your head's got to go into that wood. So it happened twice. Didn't um. I think that's where Brock just ripped it open without using that thing. I was very like when Bresh's Undertaker got that head in the cell. I swear Brock just ripped it open. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's the beast. <laughs> cool. Shall we move on to what you said is your favourite match of the night? So Seth Rollins versus Dominic in a fight, street fight. Yeah, I did love it when I talked about this. I was like, oh yeah, that was my favourite match. Like, goes, oh yeah, that was the only match I actually wear on my phone for the whole match. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I think um I think the mat I think the feud as well has been brilliant. I I think this has been the, the this has been kind of almost one of the best parts of a very. Uh, I think Seth's actually been fantastic for in this COVID era as mm-hmm. the Monday Night Messiah. Um, I think it was um yeah I, I I think with Dominic getting his first match was, and he actually did wrestle pretty well. I thought um well obviously people will always criticise and judge him. Then he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. Uh, they should be going through the procedure. But it's kind of. It's not. It's. It's not. It's not as simple. And it's. I think it's almost the same. You could, it's. It's almost like to say you could get a celebrity there. It's all part of a storyline. Yeah. Match day. It doesn't matter if he's a great wrestler or not. It's. It's, it's been a fantastic feud, uh, in my opinion. The segments on Raw have done the job. If the segments on Raw had been toilet, then I wouldn't have had this excitement going to it. But the fact that the segments have been great. I, I've enjoyed it whenever he's kind of involved. Like, I loved him. Was it Ray Brock at uh, Survivor Series last year? I thought that was excellent with Dominic yeah, getting involved in that as well. So, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I, and then with the um, with Ray um, coming down sort of thing and getting handcuffed and then with the wife appearing, that, that I, I was really worried that she was going to turn on Ray. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know, like, like I, I was just worried because they kept mentioning about Dominic being at SummerSlam 2005 with Ray's match with Eddie. So I was like, oh my God, they still hold a grudge. Um, so <laughs> I, I was really worried that something was going to be a bit. No, I, I yeah. really just got invested in it. I, I just loved it. It was just a bit of a crazy and like, I know we all do love wrestling matches, but I do just love a bit of nonsense as well. And I uh, no, really enjoyed it. But I, I think the fact that I've really enjoyed the feud and this, just the basic story that I'm telling made me enjoy it as well. I, I, like Mur- I think it helped Murphy and Ray getting involved as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I loved um, Seth um, rocking the... Um, the tire from Ray's, well, an attire inspired by Ray's so Halloween Havoc 2007, yeah, 2009, ah, 1997. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Definitely. it looked awesome. I thought, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. As you mentioned, this was the only one I st- match I picked up my phone and started messing around. I think 23 minutes was a bit long, 
15 would have been perfect. Uh, Dominic looked decent, I thought, for his first WWE match. Uh, yeah, they could hold a good story. And yeah, it was a great payoff to Seth's great character work, I thought. But I, thought I would have caught a few minutes out of it. With it. Um, but what would you do with Dominic going forward? Would you stick keep with him on the main roster? Or would you throw him in NXT for a bit? Or? I'd be careful how they do it. Um, yeah, I, I would. Um, I, I would certainly be careful. Um, I think, yeah, maybe. Um, I'd say, yeah, certainly. I think certainly, you maybe even just yeah, put him into development with like on NXT and what have you and and stuff. But um, yeah, I, I think there certainly needs to be careful. Certainly, don't rush him into anything like certainly no title pitch or anything like that. Um, obviously, we could keep him around the. Um... The cruiserweight title scene because he's. I think he got. I think he was built at two hundred pounds, wasn't he? I think. Yeah. yeah. That could be quite cool as well because the guy that the the champion. Um, yeah, obviously he's got like his Mexican stable at the moment, so yeah, that would be that would be quite cool. Um, I yeah, some of that, and I think as well the fact that he lost, I think helps. If he had won Seth, the internet would just gone. That would uh, the internet would just explode. So, <laughs> and I think it helped. I, I really like the way he did lose. Then Ray was consoling at the end. I think it was it last year. I was um, when it was Ray's feud with Joe. I was hoping Joe was just going to choke Rin Dominic and then um, yeah. going to turn on Ray. But um, yeah. no, I, when they were embracing it, it was a good, it was a good, nice little touch, like, stuff like that. I think I think the little touches do help as well, and that yeah. was just quite a cool moment. Yeah. I was convinced. I was convinced that Dominic was going to turn on Ray and join Seth's faction. I just had that. I thought that could have been a cool storyline to keep a few going. But I reckon it'll be a kind of tag team match at Payback, maybe. Yeah, it could. Well, that's what it felt and felt like, which I think was great. I think, yeah, because I think it was well. Don't think. I think. I hope they do. This really annoys me as well. WWE and they forget something really major happened, like Murphy trying to put Dominic's eye out. During it, like yeah, like surely that makes him just as bad as Seth then Murphy, but as he's just sort of Seth backup. But yeah, he could have. I think I really hope that does get a mention. It doesn't just get oh yeah, and casually in the match, Dominic just tries to get his eye taken out. But yeah, that was the <laughs> point. Even though last month Seth was sent to Ray, so yeah, I'm hoping maybe yeah we might get, yeah get a tag team match and then yeah that could even set up like the potential heel turn or what have you them to join Seth. So it could even lead to I don't know because obviously you've got Humberto Carrillo there as well. Uh, might want to get a bit of piece of Seth. So I swear that this would be more of Seth's guy. I oh, know they used to have the um, AOP, didn't they? But I don't know what's happened to them. Yeah, they, uh, one of the AOPs injured and he had um, Austin Theory, but there's been an I'm sure there's been an allegation against Austin Theory. So that's why he hasn't been yeah. on telly recently. But that's right. I still yeah. like my, I, my, yeah, my idea of putting Alistair Black with them. I think that'll be, I think the three of them could be unstoppable, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think any someone else, especially if Fury is, yeah, if Fury obviously won't be around for a while then in that case, um, until obviously it's all dropped or all cleared of charges or what have you. But, um, but yeah, I think, yeah, they need to, um, yeah, I think add someone else to it just to spice it up a little bit. Yeah, at least until they appear back from their injury. Uh, shall we discuss the two women's title matches together because they're basically two halves yeah. of the same match I thought <laughs> so, 100% yeah. So, yeah there was great, great stuff for both matches I thought um, you can't really go wrong with a combination of these three ladies but uh, yeah all been my MVPs of the no fans era and this could be my feud of the year unless something spectacular happens in the next three months I can't think of another WWE feud that's captured my attention as much as these three yeah I think I, I think Sasha and Bailey have been excellent for uh throughout it all in my opinion um, mm. 
I think they've been they've been fantastic. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was. Um, it, I think it was just a genuinely enjoyable um, match as well. well. Both matches were great. I preferred, I think, the Oscar Sasha match. Yeah, um, that definitely. Yeah, I feel like that was more. I loved it. It was just a very good wrestling match to watch. Like I, I mean, it's worth not watching my phones. I mean, every match. I mean, I find it so hard these days to to not go on my phone. But like. A few of these matches during some card, I was like, I just couldn't pick up my phone until I was just invested in the match. And this was, I'd say, I was, it was literally that, that one match, only, but it was only because it was going a bit long and it was a bit, it was a bit slow in the middle. But I, uh, I only picked up my phone really once, I think. So. Sure, no, exactly. And um, I think um, with um, with the first match, I think it's set after the first match, I kind of uh, yeah, enjoyed, but much preferred the um, second match. And again, it's um, I, 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 it's like, oh, Bailey and Sasha, are they? Uh, is this going to be a, a bit of a glitch now that Sasha's dropped the belt? Bailey's still got the title, and I think it kind of suits the characters better. I'm, I'm happy Bailey's still got the title. I think in a way, yeah, definitely. Um, I think it kind of suits her personality. She's been fantastic. She's re- everyone was really worried that she wouldn't make a great heel, but she's been excellent. She's been so she's been yeah. fantastic with Bailey those straps, um, and everything. So. Um, no, I do, I do. I am intrigued. I know they're going to be. I know they said throughout. Uh, well, they they mentioned it after they wrestled that they're going to be defending their titles next next week on payback. So I, I don't know who they'll face. Maybe um, I'm sure it'll be a tag team. Well, I don't really know who the tag teams are. Probably be Oscar and someone else. I imagine maybe quite cool. If it's Io Shirai, maybe that'd be quite cool. Um, well, I know. I, 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 I know. I know who they're against. So I don't want to spoil uh, it for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just saying Io Shirai because I know WWE loves like obviously made mention that oh yeah Oscar used to wrestle with Io Shirai back in Japan sort of thing so um, I think that that would be quite cool and as well Io Shirai might want to get revenge for for them obviously injuring Kyrie Sane so mm-hmm. I think that would be quite cool but anyone it could even be like even too like it could even be like Tegan Knox and uh, who was it that Tegan T- and shot like even Shotzi Blackheart and um, and Tegan Knox that would be quite cool. I think um, just get two NXT sort of superstars, but yeah, uh, but no, I think um, yeah, two really great women matches. I think Bailey and Sasha are still fantastic going forward. And I, I think this one as well is just it really does intrigue me where they're going to go from. Yeah, because I'll say uh, yeah, the, you, we haven't missed Becky or Charlotte. I don't think I've not. Where is Charlotte? She's not injured. Oh, Charlotte, no, she's injured. Yeah, I, I can't remember what the injury is, but yeah, she's out injured. So, so. Yeah, I think these two have just filled the gap of Becky and Charlotte brilliantly, and I think they've been the most insane things on thing on the new fans era, especially Oscar for shouting in Japanese. I think it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, so surprised that they let her do it. <laughs> I love that. I think she's been a fantastic, and yeah, no, it, it, it has certainly been. Um, I think the woman, I think they have, Sasha Bailey have certainly they've done so well since. Uh, but the women's the whole the women's division as a whole, I think, has been pr- very good since it's gone behind closed doors, in my opinion. Yeah, I still think they've got a great women's division. I don't think they've got two. They don't. They haven't got two good women's divisions. If they just combine them, and maybe have a world champion and a mid card title, I think that would work a lot better than having multiple divisions. So I think they've got what if they had one. Yeah, they've got enough people to have one amazing division, and they do have a, like a good mid card. They like live more. Morgan and um, Ruby Rice and did uh, and Lana and Natty. They do have this underneath the main event. They do have some good wrestlers. So they, if they had a big card title, I think it'd work really, really well. 
and you got Mandy and Sonya Deville whenever she comes back. And, but I think, yeah, it's just too short to have two, well, three divisions if you include the NXT division as well. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, I, but then I feel like that would be kind of a bit of a, I feel like not really fair for the women. I think it's, I, I like the fact that they, they, they are treated almost the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't be a fan of like making them like I, I like the fact that they do have like divisions on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only yeah the only bit I didn't like was again Sasha losing a title in her first defense. It seems to be a thing. <laughs> she she wins the title then loses it straight away. But but I, I think when well the story is basically going she's going to defeat Bailey for the championship. So hopefully she'll. Ben have a decently long long reign with the belt then going forward, but it did suit suit the story for her to lose the belt straight away. But it is coming like a, a theme, a trend even of a, a title reign so that she loses it in her first defence. So yeah. Okay, shall we finish on the WWE title? Um, were you surprised that Orton didn't win? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Really surprised though, especially. His- I kind of got it sold into me that they were, yeah, that they're gonna have a one win, they have Drew win it back when there's crowding. So I, I was gutted as well because I've loved, I've loved the Randy like, like just sadistic heel um, superstar. Mm. I really enjoyed the match as well, and I think I was so invested in the match. I was, wanted, I was waiting for the surprise sort of like RKO or something. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> I, I really, I, I hope they have a rematch for Payback because. I just, um, yeah, I was a huge, huge, I was a huge, um, been a huge fan of Orton. Uh, again, I think he's, um, I think he's been one who's sort of, um, I think he's one who's actually really uh, thrived with this behind closed doors. I think I've loved the kind of the, just the legend killer punting again, sort of thing, um, despite mm-hmm. how badly Shawn Michaels sold it. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, I, I was pretty gutted. No, I thought the finisher was quite, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the finish as well. Uh, I kind of liked it because they kind of built it as um, it was the claim of this, the RKO, and then you didn't see it coming that it, it was a backslide that finished the match. Yeah, true. <laughs> so it came out of nowhere. And you could even argue use that going forward that Orton, that Orton uh, yeah, or could use that going forward that he, he couldn't kick the Claymore on him, sort of thing. He was beaten but like a, with it in a crap way. So. Mm. Never know. I could use that going forward, but um, yeah, that, that one will be very interesting to see how they do with that going forward. But um, no, overall, um, yeah, I, I, I really, really, uh, um, I've really enjoyed the match. Uh, again, it's a hard one to sort of pick up the phone and start doing other stuff. But I was so invested in, in Randy Orton waiting to see what 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 can this bloke, what this bloke actually do, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the promos as well have been fantastic going into this. Uh, yeah, like, it's just Drew. I think Drew's been... I, I really hope Drew does get, like, sort of... I, I really hope this is Drew established as a main roster... Uh, sorry, main event now going forward. Yeah, I definitely, hopefully. I think he's been class with the belt. I really do. Um, I think he's well, pretty... I kind of I kind of like the idea of, like, Autumn winning it, and then, was he... I can't remember. Did we theory or don't hear it on the... So, basically, he wins it, then he defends it against Edge at uh, Royal Rumble... And then Drew basically wins the Rumble again, and they just redo the whole story. Like he wins it at Mania in front of the big crowd and gets the big pop that he deserved. And then gets his revenge on Orton at WrestleMania. Then Orton has a, 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 good, a good long run as his last ever championship run. 
and yeah, and we can do the Drew storyline properly with in front of a crowd. Yeah, that would be good. That'd be very good. Hopefully that would happen. But uh, yeah, I, I do like that. And as well, you could just have all and keep punching people, like even keeps them off like TV, like even it keep, keeps Drew off like a few months sort of thing. Like even mm-hmm. Drew off until like Royal Rumble. I know obviously there's no point writing people off for the sake of it. They're perfectly fine, fit, healthy, and I suppose they haven't really got. They shouldn't be doing that in case worst case scenario, and they do start getting losing people for illness and stuff. Um, but um, yeah, I think that would be quite cool. Just having it all and just as a statistic kill again. And yeah. I, so I hope this could be the good thing is though, this might even send Orton even more mental. Hopefully, I like, get so wound up now. This losing is not next. Who knows who might go and attack tomorrow night on, on Raw? Oh, sorry, I keep saying on last night of Raw. <laughs> who knows who <laughs> going, I'm going forward on other Raws who might attack sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be fun. Uh, so, thoughts on the Summer Slam as a whole then? Yeah, I, I'm a big fan. Um, I think it was, uh, I, think, I think again, I don't want to keep comparing sort of shows of how they've done behind closed doors and everything. But uh, no, I, in terms of, I think, as I say, I think what I will keep it, I think for the last month or so since that sort of horror show, I think WWE generally has been producing good week, week in, week out television. I've started to hear mm-hmm. my buzz back again. I mean, during sort of post Money in the Bank up till sort of the horror show, it was a bit, it was almost become like a chore to sort of like, even just watch the highlights, bring yourself to watch the highlights sort of thing. This is someone who always will watch, find a way to watch them just because I want to see the other, I, I just want to see sort of the um, uh, the matches. But even I was sort of going, oh, I'm going to have to start just looking at the spoilers on on, uh, on, on the on the, um, on the internet. But uh, yeah. So, Generally, have improved. And I think last week as well, I was generally excited to go into the show, and I'm happy that, that yeah, that my excitement was was backed up with a great show. And I think all of them did have uh, every every storyline did sort of serve its purpose in a way. Every match was was fun to watch. And those, and those clean finishes for every match. Yeah, definitely. And there was no Which I, I, I thought... the, the Drew Orton match. We can sort of say oh, it was a bit of a crap finish, but that's a bit different opinion. I've seen some people absolutely love it. Some people have, and that's why. We love no one. It'd be boring if we all agreed on everything. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's worse when we both agree on how crap something was. So, it's <laughs> great when someone really does love something and someone doesn't. So, um, overall, though, great SummerSlam. And I think, above all, again, excited to see where it goes from here. And I think that's the keyest thing you need to get out of the paper. You want to have a great, exciting show, but also you need to know, right, where we're we going from here. Who knows? So, yeah. Massive, strong praise from me. Yeah, even the matches we haven't discussed. I thought Sonia Deville versus Mandy Rose was really good. It's, it's, it was kind of like an Attitude Era street fight. I thought it was just yeah, it's the just, best I've seen Mandy wrestle since um, she's well ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only bit I didn't, I didn't get. They, they had this big serious match where her best friend's going to leave, and then she'll doing caterpillars after the match, which I'll, I'll attempt. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know well, what I, well, would have been better if she was just really upset that she just had to beat her friend to leave. Um, yeah, to leave WWE. To, um, yeah, the the tag team match was really good. I thought. Um, yeah. Street Fighter was always a lot of fun, and I, I loved that. Um, uh, S.A.R.S. and Garza were wearing matching tights and looked like a proper tag team, even though it looks like they won't be tag team that much longer the way they're acting. <laughs> <laughs> I can see them not get not like splitting up. And go into a feud, maybe just get split up in a draft or something, maybe just to keep so they could do that feud later down the line. They didn't have to do it now. Yeah, I'd like to see Andrade. I'd like to see um, Andrade as the face as well. 
Uh, I think Angel Garza's. I think he's great as a hero. I, I think love he's him. Got a lot more <laughs> I, love, I love him as well. I, I love him. I've thought cool. him since I've seen him. He was in Impact. I thought he was sort of hilarious in Impact as well. <laughs> I just like him on when he's getting backstage interviews with Charlie Caruso and stuff as well. I think he's just, I think he's class. Yeah. I loved him on NXT as well when um, like Leo Rush when he like put his trousers down in front of Leo's family and stuff. <laughs> um, uh, apologies, Leo Rush, you'll be listening by the way. Um, and um, I, 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 Andrade, we know how great he is, and I think he's. I think this is where I need to be careful with these two. I don't, whilst I did enjoy having two genuine talented wrestlers who have got a purpose of being a tag team together in a tag team title match, which was fine. I do would like to see a split done. Um, it, and I hope, yeah, I hope it is done in a split. But when they do split tag teams, it doesn't necessarily need to go into a match or into like a feud. No. They can just like, it could even be the case of Zelina just, um, one, of the, one of them just goes, yeah, I don't want to work under Zelina anymore. Or Zelina might even fire one of them on stuff and say, yeah, see ya. Or, yeah, what have you. But, I hope, um, yeah, I think the best way would be to do it is to split them up somewhere on brands. But then I'd like to see Andrade maybe go as a face on his own, and I'd keep, I'd maybe make Angel even more of a like a like a um, annoying heel. And I think the way to do that is by having him maybe capture some gold mm-hmm. and have like keep sneakily like annoyingly retaining the title. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, and for getting um, Sonia back, so she's been written off for her real, she's got real life problems with stalking and harassment and stuff, mm. so she's in court. That's why they've changed the, the gimmick, because her lawyer said it wouldn't look good if she went to court with a shaved head. Yeah. So that's why it's, it's, they advised WWE to change the, the stipulation on the match. <laughs> so, so, I, so that leaves it open. You could have it in the future that maybe the Iconics are just messing with Mandy's life, and then she just needs to find a partner, and then she just—that's how you bring Sonya back in. That's, that's an easy way of just rather than just showing up and go, "Well, you you'll leave left forever if she somehow brings just brings her back in as a partner." That would, yeah, a hundred percent. It will be fire and desire back because they're still best friends in real life. It's obvious. I mean, apparently, it wasn't even Mandy in the house when um, when it happened. Oh, I don't know. I've not read it. Apparently, yeah, there was um, a friend, and apparently there was a friend in the house. Apparently, it is rumored to be. Mandy Rose, but obviously they probably wouldn't want to admit that because they don't wreck the storyline sort of purpose. I know obviously it's not science to, I know there's obviously bigger things to worry about rather than uh, <laughs> yeah. rather than uh, obviously trying to protect your storyline, but apparently it was Mandy Rose in the house at the time um, oh, wow. uh, when, when the guy broke in, so I mean, yeah, I mean it could have obviously been a God knows what, it could have been a, the worst possible outcome, but luckily it wasn't so yeah, obviously I can't. I'm happy that she's got time off now to to certainly get a head straight because it couldn't have. I mean, a fair play. I think as well, a lot of credit for her for showing up for SmackDown and then showing up for for Summer Summer. I'm sure she's probably done her her backstage sort of uh, mm-hmm. her name no harm whatsoever. And she's obviously uh, yeah. And I, I'd like to think yeah, definitely right time to go away, get a head straight because it certainly couldn't have been easy for her. But now, yeah. The, I think, yeah, definitely bring her back with Mandy when she's sort of getting ganged up on at some stage. Yeah, definitely cool. <laughs> All right, shall we finish there then? Yeah, I'll think of anything else to add. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So we've got plenty of interviews coming in the next couple of weeks. This week, I've released my interview with Von England, <laughs> Sid and Eden. Uh, yeah, so and if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling, and our website is bbgwrestling.com. Good night. Good night.